At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is VEASAN's Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show with Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. Here is Brady Cannon. Welcome into Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf betting show right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I am Brady Cannon, along with Wes Reynolds, as we dive into another week on the PGA Tour. Just two weeks of the regular season remain, and then we get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. The post-major chase for the playoffs began last week in Minnesota. And what a collapse, West by Scott Piercy. Mm-hmm. He had a four-shot lead entering the back nine on Sunday and then managed to put together an eight-hole stretch in which he went eight over par, opening the door for pre-tournament favorite Tony Finau to walk away with career tour victory number three at the 3M Open. Yeah, Scott Piercy was at one point, I believe, like $7. I think they were through eight holes, and he had had a five-shot lead at one point, but Nevertheless, you mentioned that bogey stretch and then, of course, that triple there on 14 where he had a fried egg lie and then couldn't get it out of the bunker. And then when he got it out of the bunker, went in the water. So he took a triple bogey seven. And you just look at Piercy's numbers. When you lose almost four strokes on approach in a round, that's not going to be a good round. Plus losing about a little over a stroke on the greens. Meanwhile, Tony Finau gains a stroke and a half on approach and gains three and a half on the green. So... A rare backdoor favorite, if you will. And I know we'll ask our guest, Andy Lack, about that. It is rare on the PGA Tour that you get really the top pre-flop favorite go ahead and win an event. It's only happened three times in this golf season. Sam Burns at the Sanderson Farms was 16-1. to John Rahm, 9-2 to at the Mexico Open down in uh, Vedanta Vallarta. And then Tony Finau last week at the 3M Open, 14-1. to So Tony Finau gets the win by three over Sun J.M. and Emiliano Grillo. Uh, his best finish of the season with the T2. Scott Piercy finishes tied for fourth with James Hahn and uh, Tom Hoagie. So uh, 
Piercy, at least, you know, probably puts himself in good position to keep his card and will stay in that FedEx Cup 125. However, when you're 43 and you got a chance to win and you're up by as many as five shots in the final round, you got to close the deal. So uh, doesn't get the uh, two-year exemption and get the Masters invite and the PGA invite and all the stuff that comes with winning on the PGA Tour. So uh, Tony Finau wins his third event now two times in the last calendar year that he has won. Well, it might look very familiar this week in Detroit, an expected birdie fest for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Decent field, but still a little bit watered down. And we kick off the Donald Ross Double Dip Detroit Golf Club, designed by the legendary Donald Ross, as is next week's course, Sedgefield Country Club, where they will hold the Wyndham Championship, which will be the final tournament before they enter golf's postseason. If you look at this golf course and the yardages, Wes, the par threes, the par fours, and the par fives, and the way it sets up, the players ought to be facing a high percentage of wedge shots from 150 yards or less. So I really leaned on that statistic this week, wedge play from less than 150. You'll need a hot putter this week. You'll need to make a lot of birdies. But off the tee should not be too much of a concern. Wide fairways, very flat fairways that are easy to find. I think it's going to come down to who can stuff it really close and make birdies. Yeah, this is going to be a birdie fest as an order, and you're going to have to putt very well. Uh, what I basically looked at, I look at approach every week. I didn't weigh it as much as I normally would, but I looked at approach. I looked at good drives gained. I think that's going to be important. You don't have to necessarily bomb it here. It's never a hindrance, but you've got to be pretty accurate. The uh, the rough is, even though the fairways are wide, you get in the rough, it's about four inches thick, that bluegrass rough. So good, good drives gain, opportunities gain combined with birdie or better gain is something I looked at. Strokes gain par four, 350 to 400. Half of the par fours here at the Detroit Golf Club are between that yardage. Also looked at the par fives. These are longer par fives, by the way. Uh, Strokes gain par five. And then I looked at putting a little bit, not only from uh, 5 to 10 feet, but also 0 to 5 feet. This is actually, because of some of the undulations in these greens, this is actually one of the tougher courses to putt on the short putts, zero to five feet. You'll see a fair amount missed here, even though this is a birdie fest. But uh, that is what I basically looked at. And if you want to look at comparable courses, I think certainly Sedgefield. Mm-hmm. That's a Donald Ross design, of course, that is played out here on the PGA Tour. TPC Twin Cities, you could look at from last week, Silverado. TPC Deer Run, and then the greens are very similar in terms of the balance to what we saw at the Travelers Championship up in Connecticut a couple months ago, where it's about 80% POA and 20% bat and bent grass. So these POA greens are not going to putt necessarily like that West Coast POA you would see at Pebble Beach or at Torrey Pines. Well, you mentioned uh, putting inside of 10 feet, basically. That's uh, a statistic I always like to look at when we're putting on Poana because those greens will tend to get bumpy. It's kind of a spongy surface, and You've got to really be good for those shorter putts inside of 10 feet. Let's bring in a third voice into the conversation. It's Andy Lack making his long shots debut, and I have certainly taken notice of him this golf season as I think he does a really solid job with his content and certainly shows some sharp handicapping with these tournaments week in and week out. He's a data analyst for our friend Rick Gaiman for rickrungood.com, and he hosts the Inside Golf Podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at ADP Lack Sports. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, even though the golf season is winding down, I think this stretch of events 
are good events to handicap. And of course, it all leads up to the FedEx Cup playoffs, but really still some good golf stuff for golf fans and golf betters before uh, before we head into football season. So tell us what you think uh, about this golf course, what you were able to find about Detroit Golf Club, what kind of skill sets, what kind of player you think it'll favor this week? Uh, absolutely. Well, first of all, it's, it's, uh, it's an honor to be joined by you guys. I, um, and thank you so much for having me on. You know, I think the thing with Detroit Golf Club that is interesting is that it's a golf course, and we've seen this with the low scores in the three years that uh, we've had the tournament. So we do have some... We do have three years of evidence on the course, but it's not a course that does the best job of separating elite tee to green play from good tee to green play. Now, how that tends to play out generally is that this is a course with a really high greens and regulation percentage, right? And so that is typically what we would tend to define as a putting contest, right? Where the emphasis, there's more variance involved in this tournament and the emphasis falls more on the player that's going to make the most putts and player that isn't a great ball striker like a Peter Malnati or Kevin Kisner, they're not as behind the eight ball as they would be at a course like Torrey Pines. I mean, this is a course that they can still compete at, and if they make the most putts, they can win at. So I think for me, kind of embracing that variance with understanding that this is a course where putting is probably going to come into play a lot more than it would at another PGA Tour event. And for that reason, probably kind of looking a little bit farther down the board in my selections this week. Yeah, and Andy, that led me to the next question. Uh, Last week, a a rarity really here on the PGA Tour, especially in the 2021-2022 season, the pre-tournament favorite wins outright for just the third time. Sam Burns did it at the Sanderson Farms, John Rahm in Mexico, and then Tony Finau last week. So, look, a little bit stronger field this week. Uh, You know, we we have five in the top 20. We only had three in the top 25 last week. Patrick Cantley here. Will Zalatoris and Cameron Young, I think, might be popular with casual betters this week, still seeking that first win, and maybe they feel they can get it against a weaker field, but did, did you go ahead and take a pass on all of these guys this week, or maybe uh, just go ahead and target them in matchups instead of outrights? I took a pass on them uh, from an outright perspective, and look, if, if Patrick Cantlay plays his best golf he's going to win this tournament. I mean, we saw him shoot 26 under last year in the FedEx cup playoffs at caves Valley, which is a similar bent grass, easy scoring conditions, birdie fest course, right? So if he shows up and plays his best golf to win, but to me, I think life is way too short to bet somebody at eight to one or even 12 or 14 or 20 to one in a tournament that's so dependent on putting. So For me, like from a betting perspective, I I think I'm probably more interested in kind of spreading my my allocation out farther down the board. Andy, do you figure the FedEx Cup standings into your handicap at all? Players that are sitting on the fence, either they're just inside or just outside the top 125, or maybe maybe they're borderline top 70, borderline top 30, all those benchmarks that get you into the next round of the playoffs. Do you feel it's worth noting – possible motivation to get into an optimal position in the standings going forward into golf's postseason? You know, I've, I've thought about that before and I struggle with that a little bit. I try and do my best to stick to things that I can quantify and, and stay away from the unquantifiable narratives. I, I, I think it's tough because you could probably make the case that, well, if these guys were able to just turn it on, they would have already turned it on, right? So I don't think that somebody who's sitting at 135 in the FedEx Cup playoffs is 
has that ability to flip a switch or they wouldn't be in that position to begin with. So I can't really say that it's a huge part of my process this week. Andy, uh, in terms of uh, what you're looking at, obviously, on the board this week, I know that you're going to have targeted on your outrights, and we're going to ask you about that in a moment. But any players that stood out to you that may be struggling coming in here and maybe a fade on this course here in Detroit? You know, I don't think that this course does the best job of accentuating what Will Zalatoris is really good at, right? I think I think you want to play Will Zalatoris on courses like Torrey Pines and Riviera and Bay Hill and Southern Hills and Brookline, where you have a long iron in your hand a lot of the time because that's the way that Will Zalatoris really separates himself from the field is that he's one of the best long iron players in, in the world. Um, and that's where he has his biggest advantage. So these courses like Torrey Pines, where it's basically asking you, hey, can you hit a four iron 200 yards in the air, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve times around? Like, those are the courses where Will Zaltor is probably going to do his best job separating himself from the field, where there isn't as much emphasis on making a bunch of 10-footers. Um, that's kind of what I struggle with Zaltor a bit. I I, I I don't know if I see, he's done it on the Corn Ferry Tour before, so I don't want to say that he can't win a tournament at 20, 21, 22 under par. Um, but of those, of kind of the top guys, he's probably the one that I have the least confidence in entering a putting contest, at least with Cam Young, who does have a similar statistical profile than Zalatoris. At least you saw him get to 19 under last week at St. Andrews, right? At least at least we know that he can get nuclear with the putter, whereas the vast majority of Zalatoris' best finishes at the PGA Tour level have come on much, much harder scoring conditions. And he said that before, too. He said that his game is best suited for a major-style test. I think that's really well said, Andy. All right, we will grant you a foursome, my friend. If you could only bet four players to win it outright this week, who would the foursome be on your card as you make your way to the window? Uh, my official pick to win is Sahith Tagala. I just think this guy's been knocking on the door. Um, you know, some people may view the near misses at waste management and travelers as scar tissue. I think it's awesome that this guy has been in contention against generally much better players that he's probably going to face this week. Um, and, you know, he has a little bit of that battle tested down the stretch. He was very, very close to winning the Sanderson Farms as well in the fall swing, which is a much easier scoring fast, um, a lot like this course outside of the agronomy, right? And, and I think Sahith has his biggest advantage when he's on courses where there isn't a huge penalty for wayward driving because at this stage of his career, his, his probably biggest struggle is the big miss with the driver, and I think you can get away with that at Detroit Golf Club. In a similar theme, I love Taylor Pendrith this week as well. I mean, I, he is one of the longest players on the PGA Tour. I, I got him at 80 to 1. I think there's still 70s and I've even seen 90s out there as well. Um, this guy absolutely bombs it. And you want to talk a player who fits the same mold as Matthew Wolf and Bryson DeChambeau and Cameron Davis, who've had so much success here. I think that similar roadmap uh, is in play this week for Pendrith. Um, Scott Stallings is another guy in that 50 to one range that has just been playing such excellent golf lately. And, you know, he's checking all of the boxes statistically, the vast majority of his best finishes have come on much easier courses. He's made the cut here every year. He always plays well at the John Deere at the Byron Nelson, the Barbasol, the Amex, all of these courses where you have to get to 20 under 
I think those are the types of weeks that you want Scott Stallings on. And then the last one that I'll give you, uh, and this one's a little bit more of a long shot, but Callum Terran, he is another guy that is top 10 in this field in driving distance. He's coming off a really, really strong finish at, um, at the 3M Open where he almost led the field in tee green outside of Tony Finau. So he's been hitting the ball great. Um, he's been kind of popping his head out a little bit. He's a highly volatile player. So he's the type of player that I think you probably want to place an outright bet on and maybe be a little bit more concerned about in other markets. But he's finished top seven at both the 3M and John Deere, which are both bent grass, easier scoring condition courses. And, and he's another one that could absolutely dominate this place off the tape. Brady, Andy, and I actually match up on two of those. Pendrith and uh, Callum Terran, I had him last week in Minneapolis. Uh, my only guy that was really even on the periphery of contention. But, uh, Andy, one more before we get you out of here. Uh, the live, live event is at Bedminster this week, the third event of eight that they're going to have here for 2022. How are you approaching betting this tour, or are you really doing anything with it with such a short field with only 48 players? Not until they give us stats. I mean, the biggest edge that I have with the PGA Tour's data, and I, I have a, a vast, like, extensive amount of information on these PGA Tour courses because they've been going to a lot of these places for decades almost. They won't even give us, like, a picture of the course on the right. website yet, <laughs> right? And, and I, I mean, I've, I could probably do some digging and find out a lot about Trump Bedminster. It's about... 30 minutes from where I live, and I have some friends that have played it before. But until they provide us some stats, I still feel like my edge is on the PGA Tour. And you brought up a good point with the smaller fields, too. Like, it's, it's really tough to gauge, gauge motivation with these guys to begin with. But then you throw in the fact that it's like the back end of the fields are so weak. And, listen, if you want to bet Dustin Johnson or Bryson DeCanto, you're – Betting them at eight to one, nine to one, five to one, ten to one max, right? And I, I just, I don't have a ton of interest in doing that. I would rather find guys at the Rocket Mortgage that are flying under the radar and bet those guys top twenty at the same, for the same exact return. Yep, I'm with you, Andy. I'm also with you on Scott Stallings. So between uh, Wes, you and myself, we've got three out of your foursome. See if we can uh, hit one of those, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us here on Long Shots and enjoy the Rocket Mortgage, Andy. Absolutely. Anytime, guys, enjoy the golf this weekend and hope to do it again soon. You yep. bet, Andy. Thank you. Absolutely. Put him on the list. We'll uh, make him a regular here on Long Shots. Andy uh, does some work at Odds Checker uh, with our buddy Jeff Feinberg. Yep. So, uh, works a lot with of our man Rick Gaiman. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of good contact that Andy puts out there. And I think he's absolutely right what he said about Liv. You know, you're kind of throwing darts a little bit. I only played a couple this week. But without any data, I was looking for something about the course. And I was like, I can't find anything on their website, you know, how this is going to play. Because there are two courses there, actually at Bedminster. All right. When we come back, Wes is going to go over his handicap for the he- uh, excuse me for the Hero Open on the DP World Tour and also this week's Live Golf event in New Jersey. When we return right here on Long Shots. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And we are back in St. Andrews, Scotland this week. No, not the old course, but the Torrance course at Fairmount St. Andrews for the Hero Open Decent field across the pond this week, Wes, with Ryan Fox leading the way as the favorite. Yeah, and uh, last week, by the way, Richie Ramsey gets the win at the Kazoo Classic, 28-1. to uh, uh, First DP World Tour victory in over seven years, so he gets it done. Julian Guerrero played his own version of Scott Piercy, where he kind of melted <laughs> down uh, three bogeys in the final six holes, uh, so finished T3. So we're at the uh, Fairmont St. Andrews course, uh, not the open course, obviously, the old course, but Fairmont St. Andrews, uh, five-star hotel over there, the course designed by Sam Torrance former European tour player and uh, Ryder Cup captain, won in 2002. So par 72, 72, 30. Traditional Lynx golf course, uh, but, you know, it's Lynx characteristics. It might not be like the pure Lynx, like the old course at St. Andrews, but still plays at least Lynxian. Uh, Grant Forrest was the winner here last year at 75 to 1, 24 under par, so you can tell. You're going to have to score low here, probably 20 under par to really get it done. This is the, their own version of the Birdie Fest on the DP World Tour. A couple guys in the 30 to 35 to 1 range. Hurley Long, who actually had two top 10 finishes here stateside in the alternate events at the Barbasol and the Barracuda against better fields than he'll see this week. Callum Shankwin, a pro- proven guy in links. He's around 30 to 35 to 1 as well. And then a couple other guys that played well here in those two alternate events, Barbasol and Barracuda. Espen Kofstad, 35 to 1. Marcus Hillekild, 40 to 1. Andy Sullivan, 50 to 1. Tough year this year. Missed 10 of 16 cuts, but eighth last week at Hillside for the Kazoo Classic. Uh, shot 134 on the weekend, which is the best player of any in that field. Eddie Pepperell, 50, 50 to 1. I used him last week. He ended up finishing 11th. Uh, Just for some Twitter love, you got to yeah, play Eddie. Exactly. That guy is great on the Twitter he's machine. He's one of the best, and he's hadn't been one of the best on the course, unfortunately, for him. Missed 9 of 13 cuts, but he was third in the field last week on approach, eighth in tee to green. James Morrison, 60 to 1. He was the 
runner-up last year here to Grant Forest. Uh, 26 at the Barracuda, 36 at the Scottish Open against one of the better fields of the year on any tour, and then 13th at the Irish Open last month. Uh, definitely likes this course and I think can go low. All right, and then, of course, the Live Golf Series is back. All the usual suspects, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Taylor Gooch, Patrick Reed, Brooks Kepka, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They will play 54 holes, no cut, beginning on Friday at Trump National Golf Club at Bedminster in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, just a couple darts here. Uh, the, the, of, of the chalky guys, I would say Bryson DeChambeau at 10-1 to 1, just because he seems to be showing at least some form, and maybe he's healthy. Yeah, I don't know. pretty if well at St. Andrews. Yeah, he did. He was 8th at the Open, was 10th at the Live event in Portland. Uh, that 8th at the Open, by the way, his best finish since he lost that playoff to Cantlay at the BMW Championship about a little over, a little less than a year ago. You know, just looking at the course, Brady, these are, you know, 7,550 to 7,600 yard courses. Seems like the perfect bomb and gouge for a guy like Bryson DeChambeau. Maybe could be the same for Matthew Wolf at 80 to 1. He finished actually second to DeChambeau, if you remember, at Wingfoot nearby in 2020 at the U.S. Open. Another bomb and gouge guy. He was eighth at the Live event in Portland. And then Justin Harding at 40 to 1. As Andy Lack mentioned, the favorite is Dustin Johnson. He's like 5 to 1, uh, 11 to 2, plus 550, somewhere around there. Other than DJ, Louis Ustazen, and Taylor Gooch, Harding is the only player to finish in the top 10 for both live uh, events so far. So Justin Harding could be a guy a little bit off the beaten path at 40 to one, but obviously with only 48 players, you don't want to necessarily go too deep into this card. The match play segment is coming up next right here on Long Shots. We'll go over all the plays from myself, Wes, and Matt Humans for the Rocket Mortgage Classic when we return right here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
Back here on Long Shots at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you for our match play segment where we go over all the plays from Matt Humans, Wes, and myself for the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we will start with our colleague, Matt Humans. He does not have any head to head matchups this week, just four outright plays. And he's going with three gentlemen that have never won before on the PGA Tour. He is on Will Zalatoris, one of the shorter shots on the odds board this week. He's got Willie Z at 16 to 1. Cameron Young, both Will Zalatoris and Cameron Young have been fantastic in major championships this year. Cameron Young is on Matt's card at 18 to 1. And then a couple of deeper dives with Kevin Kisner, who has performed very well on Donald Ross designs over the course of his career. He's got Kiz at 45 to 1. And then the Stanford Cardinal, who has also yet to record a PGA Tour victory, Maverick McNeely at 45 to 1. I don't think you can really argue with any of those, Wes. No, you can't. Now, I'm going to probably try to attack Zalatoris and Cameron Young maybe in a couple weeks when we get to FedEx Cup playoff events at some bigger prices. But Cameron Young, especially, obviously, in a little bit better of the recent form, uh, being right there at the at the PGA and, of course, uh, being second at the Open Championship, 1900 at the old course at St. Andrews. He kind of popped on a lot of the stats. He was number one in opportunities game, number one in birdie or better gains. So, stroke gained off the tee he's at or near the top uh so if you look he obviously pops on a lot of those stats all right and uh, your plays my friend both the outrights and any uh tournament head-to-head matchups yeah where i started was 35 to 1 and it's very rare that i do this brady is go with the guy that won the event the previous year but i did that with cam ah. davis uh and his form is just too hard to resist. Three top tens in his last four starts. Uh, was fourth in this week's field for opportunities game. Six for birdie or better game. Cam Davis was actually the one that broke my heart last year because he was the only oh, guy I didn't have in the playoff. We had, we had about four or five yeah, guys on that leaderboard. I had two of the three in the home. playoff. And one was Troy Merritt and the other Joaquin Neiman. And yep. I didn't have Cam Davis except for a little small in-play hedge to at least cover it. But I'm going back with him 35-1. to one. Obviously, he was triple digits last year. But I just like the form coming in I match up with Matt on Maverick McNeely 45 to 1 he's made the cut here twice in his two appearances a 21st last time out and then eighth on debut in 2020 really good birdie maker he can have the tendency to be one of the better putters on the PGA Tour over the last two years Uh, he's been more consistent this year I don't know if he's really been right there for a win but he's been a lot he had a lot more volatility I think last year so he is becoming a better player so I thought 45 to 1 was fair Going back to what Andy Lack said, Taylor Pendriff, 65 mm-hmm. to 1. Uh, Andy got him at 80. There might be still be some 70s out there. He missed around four months with a fractured rib after the Players' Championship and then had to withdraw from the John Deere due to COVID-19. Made his return three weeks ago, 13th at the Barbasol, 11th at the Barracuda. So I think those were two good events to kind of get the rust off uh, from the injury. Big hitter off the tee, seventh in this week's field for strokes gained off the tee. Brendan Steele, I'm going back to him. Uh, He disappointed me last week at the 3M Open, actually missed the cut, and he was a really popular choice. So now you see him, and he was 35-1. to Now he's double that, 70-1 to this week. So he drifts up to double the price. And the field, it's not like the field all of a sudden got that much tougher. It's a little bit better. A little bit better. But it's not that much better. Yeah. The numbers, other than the putting, the putting numbers, obviously not very good, but they just have to be good for one week. Brendan Steele, number one in this field for strokes gained ball striking over the last 24 rounds, and SG ball striking is strokes gained off the tee plus strokes gained approach to find that sum with ball striking. So Brendan Steele, 70 to 1. Cameron Champ, 75 to 1. 
missed five cuts in a row and then was 16th at the 3M Open. Remember, he was defending champion uh, from the 3M Open in 2021. Shot a 75 in the first round, and usually when that happens, the Cameron champ, he kind of tends to go sideways and miss the cut pretty badly. But then he shot 68, 67, 67 over the final 54 holes. Fifth in this field for off the tee with these wide fairways. It could be bombs away for Cameron champ. Gallum Terran, another one that was mentioned earlier by Andy Lack. He was on the card at the 3M last week for me. Finished seventh. Uh, three top 25s in the last four starts. Gained about 10 strokes with his ball striking last week. So I think he could carry that over and hit the board this week. And then two real long bombs uh an amateur, Michael Tjorbornsen, at 135 mm-hmm. to 1. If you don't know who this guy is, he's a 20-year-old All-American at Stanford. He finished fourth at the Travelers in June and led the field for strokes gained putting. That event, of course, won by Xander Schauffele over Sahith Tagala. The greens at River Highlands, I mentioned, same POA-bent mix, so could be a lot similar, a lot different than the West Coast POA. Mentioned that Jor Bornson uh, finished fourth at the Travelers. Best finish by an amateur in a PGA Tour event since 2016. He's trying to, of course, uh, become the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event since Phil Mickelson in 1991. Gave it a good look in Hartford. Think he could do maybe the same here in Detroit. And then Adam Shank, 180 to 1. He's made the cut all three years here in this event. No, no real great finishes necessarily, but he does have some experience here. Fifth on approach last week at the 3M Open. Top 15 in this field when you look at strokes gain approach when you look at strokes gain ball striking and also good drives gain i think good drives gain going to be very important this week all right very good and now to my card here uh you know cam davis was a guy that i looked at as well and for all the points that you make he just absolutely pops with all the stats and what have you but i just couldn't do it i I just didn't figure a guy was going to go back to back he certainly may well do it but that was his first pga tour career victory he's going to have that spotlight on him this week um, I absolutely understand where you're coming from from a stats perspective and current form, but I, I just couldn't get there with Davis. Uh, my shortest shot was at 45 to one with Keegan Bradley, and, and surprisingly, Andy Lack talked about uh, talked about this, and you and I have mentioned it as well, Wes. You know, a lot of this is going to be a putting contest, and surprisingly, Keegan Bradley is having a really good right. year with the putter. We know he's excellent off the tee. The wedge play is okay; it's not great, but he does make a lot of birdies, and if his putter stays high. He should be in the mix this week. Uh, Russell Henley at 55 to 1. Henley is really a Donald Ross specialist. He's number one on the field in hole proximity from 150 yards or less, and he makes a bunch of birdies. Should have won last year on a Donald Ross, that being the Windham. I think both you you and and I I had him. him. Oh, man. I mean, it was a tough stretch for him. Dominating the tournament, and then he didn't even make the playoff. It was like a six way playoff. It, It was this time during the summer last year where I had so many near misses. Hopefully, those will convert this year, but. Uh, that was really all uh, all I needed to see. A Donald Ross specialist that is great from 150 yards and in and makes a lot of birdies. Russell Henley made my card at 55 to 1. Um, another Georgia Bulldog, Chris Kirk at 60 to 1. Really the same thing uh, as Russell Henley. Makes a lot of birdies. Fantastic wedge player from 150 yards and and less. And so Chris Kirk made my card as well. Siwoo Kim at 60 to 1. Maybe along with Webb Simpson, as far as premier Donald Ross specialists in this field, number one and number two are Siwoo Kim and Webb Simpson. In four of his last five trips to Sedgefield for the Wyndham, he's finished second, third, fifth, and first. Now, it hasn't exactly translated to this course just yet. 
where he's finished 58th and 57th the last two years. But we will see. The stats don't jump off the page, but the Donald Ross correlation certainly does. Uh, and then along with Andy Lack, I am also on Scott Stallings at 72-1. to 1. In his last two starts, he finished eighth at the Travelers and fourth at the John Deere. And Andy kind of spelled this out as well. I, I think he's a really a birdie fest type of player. Excellent wedge play, excellent putting. And he's shown a, an affinity for Poana. You talked about how this is, is blended with the bent, of course. But this guy has done really well at Torrey Pines, where they have the bent grass, of course, out on the West Coast. And as far as his finishes at the, Rock, or at the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit, he has never missed a cut, and his finishes have been progressively better year to year. And then two really long bombs. These are both at 300 to 1. Chase Seifert and Andrew Novak. Now, the, neither of these guys are very good putters, but they are both a couple of the very best in the field on approach and wedge play anywhere from 75 to 150 yards. So hopefully one of them or both of them finds a hot putter this week, and who knows, they should be able to stuff it in close with their wedges. Maybe they'll be faced with some short birdie putts, and I thought for some funny money, three, uh, 300 to 1 was worth a shot. So that's going to do it for my outright card. Uh, how about your head-to-head matchups? Did you do any this week? Yeah, I had a couple. Uh, uh, Cam Davis minus 120 over Adam Hadwin. Callum Terran. A lot of these guys have bet on the outrights. Uh, some weeks I mix it up. But Callum Terran minus $1.20 over Dylan Fratelli. Brendan Steele minus $1.25 over Matt Kuchar. And Ju Young Kim, uh, who has that temporary PGA Tour membership, trying to get a full membership at plus 120, the 19-year-old over Siwoo Kim. Yeah, I thought I saw that matchup, and I didn't really. I mean, obviously, Siwoo made my outright card, but I didn't want to go against Gu, uh, Young Kim either. So I stayed away from that matchup. Uh, my four head-to-heads this week: Max Homa minus one thirty over Adam Scott, Kevin Kissner. I couldn't believe this price, and I know you're on Cam Davis, and and Matt is on yeah, Kevin Kissner. It, it has moved a lot because I was noticing that it's moved like thirty cents. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw it this morning at plus one forty, Kevin. Kisner plus 140 over Cam Davis. I, I think I'd take it all the way down to about plus 120 or 25, but uh, I, I couldn't ignore that price. Uh, Chris Kirk minus 150 over Kevin Streelman, and then Adam Svensson. This price was pretty crazy, too, at plus 130 over Mackenzie Hughes. That might be a good drift, too, because that's kind of what I did with Steele, because Svensson was backed a lot last week at the 3M Open. He made my card. Obviously was never in the mix, and sometimes when you get a guy that disappoints, then the next week they over-adjust a little bit, so I actually don't mind that matchup. Yeah, and everybody kind of ignores him, and his number gets big. I saw him as high as almost 120 to 1, and his stats do really pop this week. Adam Svensson over Mackenzie Hughes in the Canadian battle. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Long Shots. Next week, we wrap up the regular season at the Wyndham Championship, and our friend Andy Mulder of Bet Spurts and the Deep Dive Podcast will join us to break it down. Enjoy the, Mor- the Rocket Mortgage Classic, everybody. You know these players are going to hit some long shots. Hopefully we do too.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring, but don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.